Speed wins, usually, but not when it comes to this important aspect of leadership. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. I just finished Opportunity Leadership by Roger Parrott. Parrott is the very effective president of Belhaven University since 1995, and he has a word for Christian leaders. You ready for this? Throw away your strategic plans. Parrott is going to urge us to focus on capturing opportunities rather than focus on building strategic plans. Now, you can read my review of his book at onmywalk.com, but while you're there, don't go looking for a review of any of the other books I've read this year. Not yet, anyway. I have plenty of book reviews from years gone by, but this year's reviews are still to come. Now, before I talk about the one time when leaders have to apply the brakes and wait, wait, wait before pulling the trigger, let me tell you a little bit more about Parrott's book, which I think is a must-read for leaders, especially Christian leaders, and if I can make up a word, super especially for leaders of educational institutions. In Opportunity Leadership, Parrott tells us that way back in 2002, he purposely began to let go of the iron grip he had on planning as the foundation of focus and energy. He said it was a struggle that took over a decade until, as a university, we were entirely driven by capturing opportunities rather than building plans. So, as you can tell, his book is all about his model of leadership, which he calls opportunity leadership. Now, how important is this concept to the author? Well, Parrott writes this, Relinquishing planning is the single best thing I've ever done in my professional ministry life, and also the scariest. Wow, those are some strong words. Okay, now on to going fast and when we have to move slowly. In chapter 12, Embracing Speed, he writes, Speed wins, usually. New opportunities are not missed because of a lack of capacity, strengths, or skills. They're squandered because most organizations, especially Christian ministries, are simply too slow to make decisions and act. And as I read this, I'm yelling from the balcony, Amen! Preach it, brother! And chapter 12 is a great chapter. And so is chapter 13, where he talks about getting comfortable with risks. And in that chapter, he also has some phenomenal words on failure, words that I think most board members need to hear. And then he gets to chapter 14, and he talks about the one place every leader must slow down. Let's listen to what he has to say. Neither is wrong or right. Both need the other. Because of my bent to be endlessly positive about the future, I've learned to team with bankers and lawyers to assure I am balanced in my perspective as new opportunities are presented. Their anticipation of challenges has protected me time and again as I ventured into a new daydreamed future. I've learned from them to predict trouble while preparing for success. In that balance, opportunity leadership finds an equilibrium of perspective to handle a new opportunity's volatility. Number three, get the right people in the right place. 
While I strongly advocate speed as the default mode, hiring is the one place to slow down and take your time. The biggest headaches I've ever had in leadership resulted from hiring without investing the due diligence in understanding the person I was bringing on board. About 95% of the challenges leaders face boil down to one of two problems, money or people. If you hire well, the most complex of those two problems will be minimized. In my hiring, the essential characteristics I seek are not specific skills or track records. I'm looking for people I can trust. These individuals have a teachable spirit, a commitment to service before status, emotional intelligence, a high capacity for work, and an adventurous spirit adaptable to change. Too often leaders become enamored with a skill set or a prestigious resume and overlook these core values. I rarely hire for a rigid organizational chart. Instead, I look to find great people and then build jobs around them as much as possible. But even with that, there are no perfect jobs, just as there are no perfect employees, including you and me. Every job has aspects that are difficult, tedious, grinding, or boring. But the more a position can be crafted around unleashing the use of someone's unique gifting, the fewer problems you'll have in leading them. That is good stuff. And of course, it's nothing particularly new. I mean, we all know that Jim Collins talked about the importance of getting the right people on the bus years ago. And Roger Parrott gives a nod to Collins when he quotes this portion from Good to Great in his book, Opportunity Leadership. He writes, The executives who ignited the transformations from good to great did not first figure out where to drive the bus and then get people to take it there. No, they first got the right people on the bus and the wrong people off the bus and then figured out where to drive it. They said, in essence, look, I don't really know where we should take this bus, but I know this much. If we get the right people on the bus, the right people in the right seats and the wrong people off the bus, then we'll figure out how to take it someplace great. That's good stuff. But I want to come back to three things that Parrot said about essentially getting the right people on the bus and taking our sweet time to do it. First, hiring is the one place where speed seems so important. I mean, we've got to get someone now. But it's also the place we must slow down and take our time. Why? Well, because of the second thing he points out. 95% of the challenges leaders face boil down to one of two problems, money and people. So we can't afford not to get it right. Much easier to hire than fire, right? So go slow on the hire. The third thing he points out is this. Parrot looks for trust over skills or track record. He's looking for a teachable spirit a commitment to service before status, emotional intelligence, a high capacity for work, an adventurous spirit adaptable to change. I love that. I want to put it on a poster in my office. He said, don't hire for the org chart. Look for the right people and build the jobs around them. Now, I open up the pages of scripture and, and I read Proverbs 19.2 and it says, it's dangerous to have zeal without knowledge. And the one who acts hastily, whether that's hiring or any other decision, makes poor 
choices. And I remember that Jesus spent the entire night in prayer, Luke tells us in Luke chapter 6, before he called his disciples to come and walk with him. Hey, speed is essential to capture opportunities and get a product to market. Move fast. Parrot says, if you attempt to press the pause button for new ventures, the opportunity will have disappeared, morphed, or destabilized before you finally respond. In other words, speed wins, usually. But when it comes to hiring, go slowly. Get the right person on the bus. I know, I know, nothing new, but as Samuel Johnson said a couple of centuries ago, people need to be reminded more often than they need to be instructed. So get the right person on the bus and take your sweet time to do it. And that's my thought on my walk with Dr. Roger Parrott in his excellent book, Opportunity Leadership, Stop Planning and Start Getting Results. My question for you is, what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today?